There's really no better way to say it. The Wild just let one slip through their fingers. We recap a puzzling loss to the San Jose Sharks. Mason Shaw being told to stick around a little bit longer and a look at the week ahead today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Wild your listen number one every single day of the week. Just as a reminder, you can find Lockdown Wild on your favorite podcast platforms for absolutely no charge. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we talk about the Wild squandering an opportunity for a victory McLeady Monday as Alex McLeady joins us to discuss the game, to preview what's coming up this week, and to talk about Mason Shaw getting the announcement that he's going to be sticking around for a little bit longer. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And as mentioned, we were hoping for a victory Micheletti Monday, but we'll just have to settle for a Micheletti Monday as the uh, Wild just let their foot off the gas, let one slip, whatever cliche you want. Main points that we're going to lead today's show off with is I don't care what's going on. With the two-goal lead against the San Jose Sharks, you have to find a way, somehow, some way, you have to find a way to close that game out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Sharks are one of the worst teams in the league, um, and you have the, not, o- not only just a not a one-goal lead, but a two-goal lead, and you squander two. Uh, that's that's a tough uh, you know pill to swallow, and especially points are at a premium. You know, when, when, you, when you're at home, you should not be losing to a team like San Jose. Um, and for whatever reason, the wild have had a tougher time at home than on the road, which you would think in theory, you know, be the complete opposite, but uh, yeah, tough times at home right now. And uh, you know, that makes, makes for an interesting week uh, starting uh, in, uh, in Nashville. So. Yeah. It just, you, you got secondary scoring. You got an electric penalty kill. Once again, mm-hmm. Connor Dewar gets the shorthanded goal. You've got the bottom six, again, just continuing to win battles and create scoring chances. The only thing that the bottom six hasn't been able to do is score. They've done everything else that has been expected and asked of them. Just couldn't score. And you get good enough goaltending to win, but some of these other guys in the top six, the ones that are going to be expected and were expected coming into the season – to replicate their performances just haven't done it so far. Yeah, it's uh, it's been tough. You know, injuries have thrown the lines off completely, uh, but the Wild need more from guys like Felino, um, Eck uh, on a more consistent basis. Um, it was nice to see Freddie uh, Goudreau get a goal, um, you know, because – um, but his, his line mates are always the ones contributing. Um, so, um, it was nice to see Freddie, uh, get rewarded, um, for his, his hard work. Um, but yeah, um, it's, uh, I don't know what, you know, it's it, hopefully, 
hopefully Greenway's, you know, I know he re-injured whatever issue he has. Um, hopefully that's not long-term. We don't know about Brandon Duhame and, and Hartman. Um, so, um, yeah, these young guys, Adam Beckman, uh, Shaw, like you mentioned, Dewar, they're going to have to keep playing big minutes and uh, we'll see if they can can score, uh, can score or not. Well, and, and here's the thing, too, is that until Jordan Greenway returns, until Brandon Duhame returns – this is the lineup you've got, and I don't. Right. I don't think there is a need to say put Tyson Jost back in the lineup at this point because you really haven't gotten anything from him at all this season. The lines they're generating chances. Well, three of the four are generating chances, and so I can't really make a compelling argument to break up Dewar, Rossi, Shaw and steal Beckman Cramarosa because those lines are getting it done. The line that seems to be the issue is Boldy, Erickson Eck, and Felino. It's just mm-hmm. that they're not really they're not really generating a ton of of good looks. And of the three lines, that seems to be the one that kind of is is struggling the most to be able to put points on the board. Well, you take a look at Boldy, um, and Eck and Felino are more grinders. Um, he doesn't really fit with those two. Um, so I think he's frustrated. Um, we haven't really seen a lot from him, uh, you know, past couple of games. So they're going to have to figure out something there. Maybe move Boldy with uh, Kaprizov and Zuccarello. Um, that would be intriguing. Uh, you know, kind of have a super line, but, uh, I don't know. They're going to have to, I think, change that line. And, and it just, it may be a situation too where you just have to do some changing in game just to try to kind of figure out some, some lines that work. Because, you know, like we said, I like what we've seen. Marco Rossi had 16 minutes uh, against the Sharks, nearly scored his first NHL goal once again. And so it seems like. That line's getting way more comfortable. And then, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know, because if you put Boldy on the line with Rossi and, say, Shaw or Dewar, then you bump one of those guys and you got new line combos once again. I, I don't know. I don't know what you do at this point. Players are just going to have to – players are just going to have to start scoring and mm-hmm. – you would hope that some of those looks that the bottom six guys have gotten would eventually lead to goals. So I don't know. I, if it's me, I just, I, I ride it out and just trust that some of those looks that probably should have been goals are going to actually become goals. Yeah. That's all you can do at this point. Like you said, um, and it says a lot about Tyson Joe's that he can't get in the lineup right now. <laughs> um, uh, over a guy like Cramarosa, who's a career um, AHL guy, um, so that's that's tough tough for him. Um, like you said, uh, uh, penalty kill um, has been amazing. Um, that's been a major bright spot over the past couple of games. So hopefully that can can continue. Um, and they need a guy uh, like Matt Boldy. They need him to get going mm-hmm. um, because. Um, you, we've we've seen in t- time and time and uh, again with this team, uh, they kind of over rely on Kaprizov and Zuccarello, um, and so um, if they aren't scoring, uh, then 
then the rest of the lineup starts to really, really struggle. Um, so they're going to need uh, Matt to step his game up uh, big time. Yeah, and final thing that we'll say before we move on and we uh, talk some extended time about what Mason Shaw has been doing for the team. Power play one. Well, power play in general. <laughs> and I know it's a good Sharks penalty kill. Mm-hmm. They're top, I think they're th- second or third in the league. 90%. In, yeah, the just absolutely otherworldly performance, but it was the same thing that we saw w- from the Seattle power play against the wild penalty kill. Like, could barely get it into the zone. Yeah, it was just dysfunction again tonight. Uh, I don't know what's what's going on there, um, but um, that, that didn't help their cause for sure. No. No, that uh, that just kind of compounded the issues. But mm-hmm. you know, there there are games coming up that are very winnable. Again, mm-hmm. there's a tough stretch at home, but these are all winnable games. And so you just you just have to start finding a way to get it done. You got to find a way, like the Minnesota Vikings do, to get it done every single week. And maybe it means more playing time for a guy like Mason Shaw, who just received word from the team that he's going to be sticking around for a little bit longer. So we'll discuss that as we recap the loss to the San Jose Sharks and preview the week ahead today on Locked on Wilds. If you have thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, take a listen to this. Right now, Locked on Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Whether you are a first-time home buyer looking to set the stage for a safe and secure home, or a long-time homeowner looking to update your security, Simply Safe can do just that. And Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. In the emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents. Used Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait or you will miss out. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out Lockdown Vikings, a thrilling win over the Buffalo Bills for the now eight and one Minnesota Vikings. Luke Braun and company have you up to date with all of the latest on the Vikings as they continue their quest for a fantastic finish to an amazing season. You can find Locked on Vikings on your favorite podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. Continuing to recap the Minnesota Wilds' loss to the San Jose Sharks. Uh, there was one bright spot, Alex, from the game. Mason Shaw getting the uh, customary note of, hey, go ahead and find a place because uh, you're sticking around, and he has more than deserved the opportunity so far this year. Yeah, it's amazing for a guy that's come overcome multiple ACL injuries to make it to the NHL 
and you know thriving in a in a in a small role um, here uh, with the Wild. It's 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 really fun. Um, you know, uh, we've seen him multiple times stick up for teammates too. <laughs> Has gotten a couple you know in a couple scrums, and uh, um, he made an amazing uh, play uh, on the shorthanded goal to Dewar. Um, yeah, so it's it's awesome you know to see a guy take advantage of an opportunity uh, for others that have been injured. So yeah, great, great for Mason. And it's, this is going to be a common theme for this team over the next couple of seasons in that you're going to have more of these young players that are going to get these opportunities to come up and be a meaningful part of this team because you're still carrying the, uh, the corpses of the Zach Parisi and uh, Ryan Suter contracts for uh, two years after this one. So, you know, seeing a guy like Mason Shaw make the most of his opportunity, seeing Adam Beckman come up and give this team really, really good minutes and being um, being a, a good option on that fourth line, it just it shows that this organization has some good depth that while it may not it may not have been utilized as much over the past couple of seasons, they're definitely looking at that here. Uh, for this year and beyond. Yeah, credit to Judd Brackett. Um, you know, they have started to stockpile lots of young talent. Uh, and and like you said, they're going to need it. Uh, they're going to need guys on entry-level contracts to contribute and score um, because of the buyouts. Um, so, um, yeah, it's it's nice to see some of these guys pay pay off for sure. Um, we have to talk about it because we're going to talk next segment about what's coming up for the Wild. We have to talk about the Wallstead goal. Um, <laughs> getting his first win at the Iowa level and scoring a full, full length of the ice empty net goal was just an absolutely sensational stamp. On that, uh, on that first win. So congratulations to uh, Jesper Volstead. Yeah, I mean, he had, I think, what, like 37 saves too? So, I mean, uh, what a performance, uh, uh, you know, on the, the defensive side too. But the uh, uh, best part of that uh, clip is, is the ponytail Chicago Wolves fan uh, <laughs> just turning around in disgust with a, with a beer in hand. You know, he took his drink with them too because – <laughs> and to drown his sorrows at, um, after a tough, tough loss to the Iowa Wild. But uh, yeah, Jesper, um, you know, he's only, what, 20 years old. So, um, you know, keep on cooking in Iowa, you know, prepare yourself. Um, you know, the pro life is completely different over here than what he was used to in Sweden. Just the level of competition is even higher. The AHL is probably the best, the second best league in the world. Um, I would take that AHL over the KHL and uh, the Swedish league that uh, Jesper was in. So, um, yeah, he's getting really good experience. And, um, you know, you just, you know, take some time. Um, You know, no need to rush the kid for sure. Well, and the goalie situation being stabilized as much as it has, I think, has allowed everybody in the organization to exhale because mm-hmm. I know there were a lot of there were a lot of chants from fans to get him up to try to kind of help stem that just leaky goalie situation that the wild had early on so you know there's probably not as much pressure on him to to go out there every night and try to absolutely light it up he can just 
he can just do his thing at the AHL level and not have to worry about having to be called up later on. Yeah, I mean, the team defense has improved so much, too. I think that has made a big difference. Um, and so, and, you know, with Flurry, um, he's gotten some confidence and he's in a really good groove right now. So um, that that helps a lot, too. Yeah, and he'll, he'll need it because uh, the Wild are going to be starting the week by taking on the Nashville Predators. And so we'll take a look at what the rest of the week has in store. As we finish up today's episode of Locked on Wild, after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. The biggest games, the biggest stories, the biggest talkers, all in one place. Locked on Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms, absolutely free of charge. Minnesota Wilds start off the week on the road for one game, and then they're home for like nine in a row. Uh, The Nashville Predators on the docket on Tuesday night. And Alex, we've seen this matchup cause some problems for the Wilds in previous seasons because of just the type of, of physicality that Nashville brings to the table. They've also got a pretty good goalie in uh, UC Soros. They started the season absolutely dreadfully, but uh, it looks as though Nashville has started to find their mojo again. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've, they've been giving up a ton of goals, though. So, I mean, that um, it's, it's there for the wild, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean they have one of the best defensemen in the league in Roman Yossi, who always is a wild killer. Um, and Philip Forsberg um, has been playing great. Uh, Matt Duchesne, like, you know, again, um, the usual suspects with that, with that team. And they picked up a pretty good defenseman in Ryan McDonough too. So yeah, it's going to be, it'll be an interesting game for sure. Um, the wild that uh, always, it's always a battle in, in Nashville. Um you know, it was nice. Uh, I remember when they played last year when Dmitry Kulikov got that overtime uh, winner, which was absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> so that was a, a game to remember from last year. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, coming off a, a tough loss like this, uh, hopefully the team – uh, can bounce back pretty fast because um, it's a quick turnaround. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And uh, Nino Niederreiter, former wild uh, winger, off to a good start for the Predators. At last check, he had five goals already this season. So um, I'm not sure if he has scored since the last time I checked. But off to a good start, giving that Nashville team a little more depth scoring. Something mm-hmm. the Wild uh, have been looking for all season so far, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky and dicey. And at the end of the day, it is a uh, UC Soros in net situation that's not as elite as in previous seasons. So it stems from what we saw against Martin Jones times two, Jonathan <laughs> Quick, James Reimer. You just have to keep firing away because. More shots leads to more rebounds, leads to more scoring opportunities, leads to more goals. Say that every single day for the rest of my life into oblivion. 
I mean, yeah, the, those go, those goalies you named are average. Um, they're not world be, you know, they're not, <laughs> it's not a bunch of Igor Shesterkins and Andre Vasilevsky, you know, so um, it's, it's, it's guys you have to take advantage of. And uh, when they're there and those are, you know, like we talked about points are at a premium. Um, and so when the two points are there, you got to take them. Um, and, and like you said, um, you got to take advantage uh, on special teams when you, when you get that, uh, you know, option, uh, get, you know, PP one back to, to where it was right at the beginning of the season. And cause the penalty kill has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they can get, you know, the, the power play to match what the PK is doing, the, then we'll, then they'll be fine. Uh, yeah. But like I said, um, interesting week ahead, uh, especially after, you know, I just, took a look at what's after that. I mean, Pittsburgh, um, you know, they're, you know, <laughs> a dangerous offensive team, Carolina, we know same thing, uh, very dangerous offensively. So that's yeah, an interesting week for sure. Yeah. It's and, and looking at that Pittsburgh game, the Penguins off to kind of a slow start and they had a stretch in which they were playing just some hideous hockey but have rebounded um, since, and you know the names because they've <laughs> been around Pittsburgh forever. Mm-hmm. It's the Sidney Crosby's, the Evgeny Malkins, uh, Jake Gensel. You've Chris got Letang yeah, you've forever. got no shortage of options, and so good opportunity to test this wild defense and the goalie situation because that Pittsburgh team, while they're uneven play right now. Uh, they're very dangerous, and they are very capable of scoring a lot of goals. Yeah, like we saw, um, you know, against uh, San Jose, um, you know, former Wild players love playing against the Wild. So we'll see. Um, you know, you know, you know, I'm sure Jason Zucker will be ready to go uh, for that game for sure. Yeah, he uh, he would like nothing more than to. Uh, tap dance on the uh on the wild a little bit not to say that there was any sort of bad blood when he left but it's just it seems like everybody just gets a jolt Mm -hmm. every time they go up against the wilds um carolina hurricanes they're off to a uh, nice start themselves at nine five and one and you look at it uh here and it's it's some of the same suspects you would think of uh, Andre Shvetsnikov, Sebastian Ajo leading the team in goals, but um, this has been a team that has relied more on its uh, its goaltending situation and defense to uh, to try to get it done here to at least to start the season. <laughs> another another team with uh, former Wild player uh, Brent Brent Burns. Um, that was a heck of a pickup by Carolina. Um, he's been great for them. Uh, he's a wild killer. Uh, he, even, you know, when they played San Jose last year um, and San Jose uh, was a struggling team, he, he had big games against the wild. And so I'm sure he's ready. To, he, he's raring to go to play the wild again. Um, uh, that they were looking for a defenseman and he's been phenomenal for them. Uh, a good replacement and for Tony D'Angelo on the top power play too. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch his, his play uh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun to see the uh, wild matchup against these teams as the week goes, because um, it, it, with the team playing as they have been at home, which is just bizarre. I, I don't, I can't figure out how they have been just so kind of 
uneven as they've been at home so far to start the year. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you know, it, um, the X has always been a, a huge advantage um, just with, with the crowd noise and everything. And uh, I don't know, they've kind of you know fallen on their faces at home here um, and they need to figure that out very fast. Yeah, it's just just get back to that winning magic at home. That's all we ask. Finish this seven game homestand like five and two and let's let's get back to those winning ways. Yes, I agree. Um, and uh, we should see a heavy dose of Marc Andre Fleury, I think. Um, and uh, you know, especially playing uh, Pittsburgh, he he'll be fired up for that. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and I th- I think that's part of the reason that we saw Gustafson get the game uh, against San Jose mm-hmm. was to just give Fleury a a small breather before mm-hmm. a lengthy stretch because you could make a case for him starting almost every game on this homestand and. Wanted him uh, against Nashville as well. So give uh, give Flurry as much of the workload as he can handle. Uh, elite penalty kill, get some power play goals mixed in, and prosper. Um, at least that's the hope. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like you said, um, it'll be interesting to see what the lines are coming up here. Um, you know, there was some talk. Uh, Russo was saying maybe that. Um, he wouldn't be surprised to see Zuccarello and Kaprizov uh, split apart a little bit. Um, so, yeah, that, that is going to be a talker if that happens, for sure. Sad eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe it will happen and they'll just get so frustrated that they're not on the same line that they'll score like 30 goals and it'll be like, okay, let's go back to what we were doing. Exactly. Get the mojo back or, or maybe that leads to, you know, some power play goals. We'll see. I certainly hope so. Well, we'll see how things play out. And of course we will uh, keep you up to date with everything going on with the Minnesota wild. That does it for today's episode. So make sure that for your second listen today, you check out the locked on sports today podcast. Recapping the biggest news in the wide world of sports, all in one place, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all things Minnesota Wild, make sure you are subscribed to Lockdown Wild. Hit the bell, turn the notifications on on YouTube, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms. We will keep you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.